friends it's sunday in india at 8 pm and we are back with uh, your favorite program gyan ganga words of wisdom on the virat hindustan sangam social media channels and as you know today we are be discussing a very interesting topic that is is there a solution to the current farmers issues and dr swami in the next 45 minutes will be uh, discussing this issue with all our viewers and we thank our viewers for their support we have been getting across the globe from nearly more than 121 countries to this program we host on sunday and our last sunday program on the plight of hindus abroad where we discussed especially with relation to the attack on the hindus in bangladesh and the temple attack on the iskon temple we had a viewership of more than 65000 viewers across the globe i have to thank my co-host professor arvind chaturvedi from delhi and ramesh swami for their support and also our technical team led by ashish shetty tejas navalgol gadgi rakesh ishwar ayer swami nathan and vishal mehta uh, now uh, we will be going over to dr swami uh, for his uh, uh, take or his views on the farmers uh, crisis and the solution which he has in mind and which he has been articulate in the past i also request our viewers that if you have a handy book or have book which is available and handy on the constitution of india it will be greatly appreciated because dr swami was going to refer to some of the clauses of the constitution so for the benefit of our viewers you can have the copy of the constitution so that dr swami when he reads from that for certain clauses of this amendments uh, that have come about it will be very useful so with this remarks it is over to dr swami dhanyawad uh, ah <clears throat> thank you jagdish uh, uh so i'm happy to be again with uh, arun chaturvedi and uh, uh, ramesh uh this is a very important topic because that's the main uh, thing that's going on uh, in terms of uh, uh formal agitation it's a peaceful agitation by and large uh, nobody is saying that there are not elements in it who have infiltrated but uh, the leadership and uh, of the movement have been very clear that we want a peaceful agitation and it's almost uh, more than more than a year and perhaps 3 months uh, since the agitation started and uh, so in in these circumstances one has to find out uh, what is the solution and and, uh, and uh, why is it the government uh, not uh, implementing that solution so first uh, let me start by saying that uh, please understand agriculture is a huge sector of our economy in terms of population it accounts for 51% so the majority of indians live in the ag agricultural areas or what we call as the rural areas but its uh, productivity is so poor that this 51% population and uh, with a, such a vast area of uh, of land uh only 16% of our gdp uh, comes from agriculture and it's been declining over the uh, years of course even the proportion of population in agriculture has declined in uh, 1950 it was uh, 71% now is down to 51% 
Second thing is that Indian agriculture has got a huge potential. If we had focused our attention on agricultural development as Mahatma Gandhi and Sardar Patel had wanted in 1947, but Jawaharlal Nehru chose the, the Russian model, the Soviet model rather, which has failed all over the world, including in the Soviet Union. And uh, it's only after uh, um, uh, the Janata Party came to power again in 1990 with Chandrasekhar as Prime Minister and myself as the senior most minister, uh, we began the process of uh, reversing this uh, pro-Soviet uh, or Soviet-style uh, command economy, as it is popularly called. And then Narsimha Rao took it to its logical uh, end, and surprisingly, because he was a congressman and a long-time socialist, but he had seen the world experience, and he took it. And then our production growth rate started accelerating. But even now, there are enormous areas. I can give you, go on giving you, for instance, uh, our yield per acre uh, of crops is uh, compared to our potential. And how do I measure the potential? I look at the Indian Agricultural Research Institute's model plots, where they uh, have a clear proportion of uh, fertilizers and uh, insecticides and uh, uh, you know, uh, nitrogen, uh, potassium, etc. And uh, uh, and on that basis, you find that these uh, experimental plots of the Ministry of Agriculture, uh, they are producing six or seven times what uh, India is producing. Then you look at the potential of land. India's uh, climate is such that you can grow three crops a year. Um, there can there are three seasons and they can grow three crops. Countries like uh, uh, like America, which has uh, you know um, five months of so much snow that you can't grow anything there. Uh, Europe is also like that, and uh, even China in most parts uh, has a very cold winter and snowfall, and therefore India is a country which can grow three crops a year, but we find only 25% of the land we are growing more than one crop. And this is a complete lack of proper utilization of our land. So uh, yield per acre is low. Uh, our uh, cultivation of land is low. So all these are because the farmer is poor. And the farmer, uh, you know, uh, uh, is all the time crying for a proper price and so on. Much of the agitation arises from that. This price, for example, if uh, Indian farmers were empowered to export and our uh, diplomats, instead of going to cocktail parties, went to the WTO and fought for it like the Chinese diplomats do and get market access for our products, then we can, uh, you know, get five, six times the price you get in India. Uh, for instance, uh, milk, uh, for instance, in India, we have uh, some maybe 30, 40 million cows and we produce 4 liters per year on the average. An Israeli cow produces uh, uh, 10,000 liters per year. So imagine if our 30, 40 million cows started producing 30 million, uh, 10 million, uh, 10, uh, 10,000 uh, uh, liters of milk, how, how much uh, how, how much milk we will have in our country. So, 
uh, India is a land of enormous potential. And uh, why did uh, why we have so much uh, potential? Because right from 1857, the British targeted first. The, the first the British did. They targeted the uh, um, uh, agriculturists because the agriculturists supported Rani Jhansi and the war of first war of independence as uh, Savarkar has called what the British call as mutiny uh, and led by at least from North India there were uh, people also from South India uh, independently reading the same revolt against British rule in 1857 which ultimately because of lack of coordination was crushed but after that, the British noticed that the farmers gave money and they gave soldiers and so to, to squeeze the agriculture because they, they were getting their food from uh, Britain. So uh, the, the only Indians would not get food. So they then what they did was they uh, appointed uh, zamindars and they were all criminals and told them that go to every farm and collect uh, revenue collect as much as you like, no limit, but we have to get so much per year to run the administration of the of Queen Victoria in India. So the extraction of resources from agriculture began that period, um, a good part of it, which was then given to the British, who used it for their purposes, for paying their salaries, huge salaries for their uh, export import activities, etc. So, uh, that went on and by the time we came to 1947, agriculture was completely emaciated, weakened and that time Sardar Patel and uh, Mahatma Gandhi said, give priority to agriculture but Jawaharlal Nehru said, no, uh, the uh, uh, Soviet model is now uh, the, the, uh, the uh, model for the whole world. And we will follow that. And that was absolutely unsuited for India because the Soviet model was extract resources from agriculture and finance industrial development. It was okay for the Soviet Union because during the Tsar period, agriculture was very well developed. So they could extract resources. Uh, Lenin and then Stalin could do that. But we couldn't do it in India. And it, things got worse and worse and ultimately out of a, short, a big shortage in 1965 for which the uh, Americans had to bring uh, PL-480 wheat for us to not to get starved. And then Lal Badu Shastri came on the scene and he started this green revolution by calling scientists and working out packages. And with only 10% of the farmers getting the benefit of uh, green revolution, we produced enough grain that we didn't have to import anymore. And even in bad times of rainfall, even then we are not in shortage. So this potential part is something that everyone should know. And the question is usually um, progress is made, fast progress is made in economy when you have innovations, not the more capital, more labor. Because if you just go on pumping more capital, more labor, you'll get the law of diminishing returns. The curve will go and then it's sort of flattening out. So therefore, you need innovations, whether it's tractors or hand tractors or uh, um, some other method uh, or new types of fertilizer. These uh, researches we must continue to do and none of that we have been doing. 
we have another problem which will which relates to the present uh, problem that we are facing which i'll come to in a minute but that is uh, our plot sizes are very small what happened is after 1947 jawaharlal nehru brought the soviet style uh, um, thing he wanted actually uh, all the land to be nationalized by government and uh, that is the soviet model and uh, he nearly succeeded first he brought in uh, land reform in the name of land reform he said nobody can have more than uh, uh, so many acres of land and then this uh, you know um, uh, the, um, uh, breaking up of uh, land sizes started in a big way and people were you know doing cultivation on one two acres now how can you make ends meet in one two acres so that that, that was another thing and then later on uh, uh, Jawaharlal Nehru wanted to nationalize uh, agriculture, but that that too failed. Mrs. Gandhi also tried something of that kind, the same kind of land reform that also failed. So these experiments at aping at the Soviet Union um, ultimately stopped. Uh, and when Nasima Rao came, the Soviet Union had collapsed. There was no more Soviet Union. It had broken to 16 countries. Today we have Russia. And people go on still confusing Russia with Soviet Union. They are, they are not the two same thing. Today, Russia is just a plain, ordinary fascist dictatorship. Uh, and it's uh, got nothing to do with communism at all. So, um, we is this agriculture is the most put upon uh, sector of our economy. It's a very big shame that we have such a large population there and so much land and so underutilized that uh, we still have not paid the due attention to it. And the farmers have been all the time being put, put down upon. We sometimes bribe them with the loan write-off and things like that. But the fact is to empower the farmer to be able to produce, giving sufficient agriculture, uh, fertilizers, pesticides, etc. And then being able to market it with bargaining power, not just that, you know, he takes it to the Monday and he can't come back unless he sells it. And even if he has to sell it at below cost. So uh, that kind of arrangement uh, we did not do. Now, today we have a situation where the government of India, of Mr. Modi, suddenly in 2020, in August, they came, uh, I think it was... Uh, introduced in June and in August, uh, perhaps, they uh, literally rammed through uh, three laws, uh, which is called uh, Farm Reforms, Farm Reform Acts. Uh, I, I don't know whether this is a farm, farm Reform Acts at all. Uh, what it is, I'll tell you in a minute. But if you have a, a constitution with you, I just want to bring to your notice uh, in the constitution, right at the end, there are something called schedules. In the schedule, in schedule uh, number uh, seven, there is a, dis a breakdown of what is solely the responsibility of government, what is solely the response, and then another section of solely responsible to the state governments, and finally, which can be in either sector or both sectors at the same time. So uh, in that, in the union list, as it's called, the central government's list schedule, uh, if I read item 82, it says, 
taxes on income is the prerogative of uh, the central government. Taxes on income. Other than agricultural income. So agricultural income is not at all taxed. There's, people complain to me saying, oh, how can you talk about income tax uh, abolition? After all, this will mean no revenue. I said, we already have agriculture, which has 51% of the population uh, and 16% uh, of your GDP. There is zero income tax. If you produce, get agriculture income, there's no income tax. So they can, they can have it. But who gets the benefit of that? Only the rich guys, the big guys. Otherwise, they, the others are below the uh, tax, uh, tax limit uh, um, thing. So therefore, they don't pay any taxes. So in, uh, um, in our middle classes are suffering in the urban sector. And we should be also saying, like in agriculture, we should have uh, zero income tax. Uh, but this is one. Then uh, you will find that um, uh, in the state list, which is list number two uh, in the Constitution, uh, uh, item 14 says, what does the state list include? That is the exclusive list state, not state and center. This is uh, list two, number two. Agriculture, including agricultural education, research, protection against pests, prevention of plant diseases. Preservation of protection, improvement of stock, livestock, prevention of animal diseases, veterinarian tra training practice. It goes on and on. Water, that's also land, uh, fisheries. All these are exclusively in the domain of, uh, of the uh, state. So, question becomes, how did the government of India in the central parliament bring uh, an amendment for the agriculture sector when there's no authority whatsoever. I'll come to that uh, in a minute. But uh, just to tell you, the names of these, uh, uh, these, uh, um, uh, these uh, three laws that were passed was one was uh, called the Farmers Produce and Trade and Commerce. Uh, that was one passed. Now, was uh, was that legal? Uh, well, I mean, it is certainly uh, uh, on the face of it legal. But in a sense, what you're doing is you're getting around the ban from the central government entering agriculture by this route, this route of coming through commerce. You, you, you produce something, when you go to sell it, that comes under this uh, center. So, in the name of uh, putting taxes on on the commerce, uh, on the marketed uh, part, uh, you are able to influence agriculture. But anyway, we'll come to that in a minute. But first, the first bill is called Farmers Produce uh, um, Produce Trade, comma, Trade uh, and Commerce. So, Facilitation Act. Second one is Farmers Agreement on Price Assurance. So. You can't uh, um, say anything about agriculture, agricultural land and agriculture, uh, what you grow on it, what you don't grow on it. Nothing can be said by the center. But they, you come in around on the price assurance which the government will give for farm services. Uh, uh, so they create a framework for contract farming. 
So what they are saying now is, why uh, farmers should go only to the mandi, and there is only one mandi uh, per district, and that one mandi the sarkar uh, the government comes and it, it buys. Why it should not the uh, the farmers go anywhere in this in the district, and anybody any businessman Adani Ambani or whoever all these big shots. They can come and set up a shop and say, we want to buy. So, um, uh, therefore, they are now creating through this uh, method, the second farm bill, the ability not only the government to buy or a fixed buyer uh, for a mandi, you know, people coming to mandi. But you are allowing them the uh, uh, free for all to go anywhere in the, the district, not at a fixed place. At the present moment, they all come to a fixed place and then put their uh, product there. And whoever is there, there's no bar to Adani or Ambani or X, Y, Z, nobody coming. And there's nothing wrong if they come. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing to object if they are willing to pay a good price, that's good for the country. But uh, now, by saying they can come anywhere, this. So, second thing is that these industrialists can tell the farmer in advance, you grow this and we'll buy all of it. So, uh, they, you know, who's going to then produce grains? Uh, people, uh, the, 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 those crops or those uh, agricultural products uh, which uh, give you maximum revenue. Maybe grapes, producing grapes and converting them to wine is superior. Or, you know, they are uh, uh, produce flowers and send it abroad for selling and, uh, uh, and make a market out of that. So, yeah, the essential commodities like uh, rice, uh, dal and all that, that may, it doesn't get a very high price presently. And therefore, if you, if you free the farmer, and say that you can enter into a contract. And why, why the contract uh, 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 attractive? Because the industrialist or the person with the money will tell the farmer, I will meet all expenses. I'm giving you the money. You go buy what you want. You want to buy fertilizer, you want to buy a tractor, you want to, all this money is there. But once you produce it, then I will get it uh, and I'll charge the market price. But uh, if there's any leftover, then you pay me back. Otherwise, if there is some shortage, we will pay you extra. So this is a new, new situation where the farmer doesn't go to a place where all these, uh, all the buyers are at one place, and the government is also there. And if they all offer a price lower than uh, minimum support price, then the government says we'll buy all of it. And we'll put in our go-downs, and here's the money for it. So that has been the present system. May not be the best system, but you have to produce a better system before. The third thing is, it says, that uh, the third act passed is called Essential Commodities Amendment Act. So see, another route coming. You can't uh, um, intervene in agriculture, so you intervene in essential commodities, you, <laughs> and then in marketing. You enter in other spheres. <clears throat> and so none of these reforms talk about land pooling because all these small, small lands 
are very unproductive. They are, none of them uh, speak about it. So this, uh, the, these three laws are come in what, by what I would call by a confidence trick. Uh, you have come by the back door. You have not come from the front door. And you have frightened farmers. And um, particularly the well-to-do farmers of Punjab have been frightened. Should we bother about them? What about the other places? Well, we, I'm coming to that issue very soon. Why we should be bothered about the uh, farmers of uh, West uh, UP and Haryana and uh, and uh, and uh, Punjab? They are of course the most prosperous uh, farmers. But why we only bother about them? We tell them go to hell. We we will do it in other states. So. Uh, I'm coming to that in a minute, but let me just say that today farm bill is a wrong name for it. Farm bill it is not. It is, uh, it is uh, incidental to farm, but it is more what we would call as revenue bill or uh, a, a contract bill, uh, that kind of thing. And uh, in that, the farmers feel that we will be prejudiced because uh, our uh, earlier uh, you know, cultivation of food grains and all, uh, we can't suddenly overchange it to cash crops. So we will all be in a big soup and therefore they're demonstrating. Now, what's the way out? So the first thing I told you about the importance of agriculture. The more we do for agriculture, the better it is. And the, the, because the international prices are so much higher than the prices in India, we should enable the farmers to export. If we enabled all the farmers producing, uh, producing milk from buffaloes and cows, then, and cows particularly, Indian cows, you know, this boss Indica's cow, it's got, it's got such medicinal value. There's a big craze in the West for it. In fact, in shopkeepers, uh, in, in in, in those uh, big uh, shops in, that you have in America, you will find one particular area, in air-conditioned area, there will be uh, a carton which says Boss Indicus Milk, milk from India. And it, uh, it is charged twice or thrice the price of uh, American cow milk. So um, there are many, many areas where we can diversify uh, the farmer can produce his agricultural product, but he can have his other members of the family producing milk and so many other things. So that, those are uh, other issues of improving uh, farm. But today, the most important thing for the farmer is the price. And here the price is jeopardized when you allow industrialists to come anywhere and seduce the farmer to produce the crop you want, which you may use for profiteering abroad. Because there are many things from India, people want spices, this thing, that thing, which are important, but it, it can't be a substitute for food. So what is the way out? What is the way out means? How can I make all these people who are protesting go home? Supreme Court is seized of the matter. They're given a stay. So there is no Farm Act in operation. So that, that is not a problem. But you can't live on a stay. Uh, this matter has to be resolved. 
So Supreme Court set up a committee. Committee gave a report, but the Supreme Court is not able to implement it. Uh, so it's not going anywhere. As far as our government is concerned, they have had discussions. You know, agriculture minister. You know, they have said, okay, we are ready to delay implementation for 18 months, and then you know, after we explain to you and all. So meantime, please get up and go home. They're not going, and it's a hell of a lot of people. It's a, and 574 people have died uh, since the agitation started uh, one one and one quarter years ago. It's a very sad thing, you see. Uh, yes, there are some violent elements, but how can when you have people sitting on the streets, how can you stop these violent elements from coming in and take, trying to take advantage of? But compared to the size, compared to the length of time, Combined to the, the cruelty of the situation of uh, weather and all, I think it's magnificent that uh, there's been, by and large, a peaceful demonstration. Now, so what? Uh, what? Uh, uh, what is the way out? I mean, if you ask me, I said the way out is this: you have passed these laws, you want to implement them, put out a notice that. We are introducing in the rules, every act, by the way, when it's passed by parliament, you have to have rules how it is going to be implemented. So in the rules, we, which, is, which is the sole jurisdiction of the government, which passes the bill. So the government can say that, uh, uh, that we will implement these three acts only if the chief minister of the state, elected chief minister of the state, gives it in writing that I want these implemented in my state. Okay, so Punjab will say, no, I will not implement. Uh, but our BJP states will implement. And uh, they, once they implement and produce results, then all these farmers uh, can be in Punjab uh, can be shown. That, uh, by the way, they, there is agitation in Haryana and uh, in Western UP, but they are more sympathy agitations than that they are affected by. So I'm saying that where BJP is there, implemented, and we are, I think, 11 states or 12 states is the BJP, and show what a beautiful set of reform um, uh, acts these are. And if you go by that, how prosperous you will become, how good you will become. That, that's my suggestion. And <clears throat> I have tried it out with because many of the agitators from Punjab, the Sikhs in particular, I know them because during Operation Blue Star and all, I uh, played a big role in trying to bring about a negotiated settlement. But it was um, ultimately Mrs. Gandhi got entangled with the Russians and the Russians wanted, uh, the Soviets rather, they wanted uh, Harkis and Surjit and company in the front wanted this uh, Operation Blue Star. So there's a feeling of sympathy. So I spoke to them. They said, yes, that will suit us. If you say uh, any state which uh, doesn't want to implement this, need not implement. And according to me, the maximum uh, uh, will be probably between one and three states will say no. Uh, maybe Kerala will say, because of ideological reasons, I can't say. But by and large, the maximum I know is three. 
all the others are ready to implement, uh, uh, even those which are not BJP government, but BJP has 11 governments and they will implement it and show what a nice uh, reform measure it is. Uh, uh, so this is one way. And the other way that the government thinks is, you know, tire them out. This won't work. It didn't work within the, in uh, emergency. Uh, where Mrs. Gandhi tried to tire them or tire all us out. People remember that. He didn't have a fail when Gandhiji is Satyagraha. And in India, uh, we Indians have got a long memory. And it doesn't mean that just because we are not educated, we don't, uh, you know, we are not intelligent. For instance, in the emergency, in the elections, Mrs. Gandhi ordered, uh, you found the educated people, the states with the maximum educated people, they voted for Indira Gandhi. And the states with the maximum uneducated people or illiterate people, they wiped out Mrs. Gandhi. So UP wiped out um, uh, Indira Gandhi's party, uh, Madhya Pradesh did, Rajasthan did, Bihar did, uh, Himachal did, Haryana did, uh, Punjab did. Uh, so they just wiped them out. Whereas whole of Tamil Nadu, except one or two seats, went to um, uh, Congress, Karnataka, Karnataka, it was clean sweep, uh, and Andhra, it was clean sweep, and Kerala, it was clean sweep. For Mrs. Gandhi, the declarer of the emergency. So what is this education? And Kerala is supposed to be the most educated state in the country, and a complete clean sweep for Mrs. Gandhi. And uh, Tamil Nadu is the second most educated state in the, in uh, in India, and that clean sweep for Mrs. Gandhi. Same thing with Karnataka and uh, Andhra. So uh, these Indian people are extremely intelligent, and that is because of our long history and our culture and so on. And uh, we have we have got long memories also. So uh, therefore, I would say, don't go by all this. Just let the states. Uh, decide. We want to implement these three reforms and see what the results are and uh, do it that way. They, they, by using force, it has not worked in the emergency. It didn't work with the British. Uh, it, it didn't work even with the Mughals who use uh, violence. Uh, they didn't last long. The only country in the, world, you know, country in the world where Muslim invaders have been chucked out, whether it took 600 years or 800 years, it doesn't matter. But we threw them out in the end. Uh, and whereas uh, you take all this, uh, Iran, Iran was a Zoroastrian country. Now it's become a Muslim country. Same thing about Mesopotamia, etc., etc. Egypt, um, same thing with uh, you know with Christianity in Europe. So this country, uh, the people are very smart people. They don't talk much in these matters. Sometimes they're afraid to talk also. But when they get secret ballot, their, their, their true nature comes out. And therefore, I would say that uh, don't try to force it on the people. Uh, just give them the option. Those chief ministers who say, no, I don't want this, it won't be applied there. And those chief ministers who say, yes, we want it, it will be applied. And let's see what the final result is that way. You won't lose very much. And otherwise, the alternative is to create discontent. And in a democracy, this kind of discontent is not good. Democratic mind will be 
much more flexible. You have to be flexible in a democracy. You, see? you can't be just saying, no, my way, I am a strong man. That's not the way. Uh, I have a 56-inch chest. That, that's not the way. I mean, it's all right in a circus, but not in, in, in governance. So this is the uh, crux of the whole thing. It's a solvable problem. It's a simple problem. I favored the bill when it came because there are changes. We, have, we are still have to build some checks and balances in it. But it is, this is not the way to implement it. And uh, therefore, the government must stay, wake up and take a new approach and see that this, this time, winter, these poor farmers and their families don't have to sit on the road. The Supreme Court has already said you can't sit forever for a, uh, for, forever. Uh, you said you must uh, quit. But uh, let us do it in such a way that the people who came to agitate also go back with a sense of self-respect. They won't go back humiliated. And in a democracy, humiliating people is a very bad thing. Uh, and it, it backfires. And uh, so this is the sum total of the situation. I have tried to, it's a, there are many details and so on. Maybe I'll write an article and publish it and you may be able to read it. But I want to say agriculture is the one with the maximum unutilized capacity for growth, number one. Number two, we need reforms because the British and the Congress socialism has ruined us and we are still not recovered from it. And the third is that uh, the farmers need to be empowered to be able to be masters of their own uh, profession. And uh, therefore, whatever we do, we should do with due respect to the farmer. So this is what I want to say uh, uh, to begin with. And now um, well, we can have some discussion. Dr. Swami, Mary Vinanti hai ki दर्शक और सुनने वाले हिंदी भाषी भी है तो जो आपने सलूशन बताया है वो आप जरा हिंदी में बताएं बहुत होगा बहुत बढ़िया रहेगा आखिर मैं करता हूँ कृषि में पहले तो हमारी जो क्षमता है उसके अनुसार हमारी उत्पादन नहीं हो रही है और इसीलिए किसी तरीके से हमारी कृषि में किसानों को इस प्रकार से शक्ति देनी चाहिए सरकार कि वो जो आज की उत्पादन है प्रति हेक्टेयर या प्रति प्रति एक प्रति एकड़ उसका चार पांच गुना ज्यादा उत्पादन कर सकते हैं वो क्षमता हमारे में है क्यों जो हमारी जो सरकार के मिनिस्ट्रीज हैं उनके जैसे एग्रीकल्चर मिनिस्ट्री है उन्होंने रिसर्च इंस्टीट्यूट्स खड़ा किया है इंडियन एग्रीकल्चर रिसर्च इंस्टीट्यूट इंडियन काउंसिल ऑफ एग्रीकल्चर रिसर्च इस प्रकार के रिसर्च इंस्टीट्यूट्स ने जमीन का एक टुकड़ा को लेकर उसमें पर्याप्त मात्रा में उन्होंने खाद और फर्टिलाइजर और फिर वो जो पेस्टिसाइड्स जिसको कहते हैं वो सब लगा करके यानी अनुकूल वातावरण में उन्होंने इस इस में खेत किया और उसमें जो खेत के उत्पादन हुई वो हिंदुस्तान के दूसरे इलाके से इसी जमीन में जो किसान करता है उसका छह गुना ज्यादा मिलती है 
और इसके अतिरिक्त हमारी जो जो अनाज है या सब्जी है या फल है इन सब का दाम अंतर्राष्ट्रीय स्तर पर एक बटा सात है एक बटा आठ है और इसीलिए हम लोगों को किसी तरीके से इस किस्सा इस कृषि में एक क्रांति लाने के लिए प्रयास करनी चाहिए सरकार ने एक तीन ये तीन बिल्स लाए हैं और ये तीन बिल्स में आप उन्होंने कृषि के लिए कुछ नहीं किया क्यों क्योंकि संविधान के अनुसार कृषि के लिए कोई कुछ करना है कोई सरकार करना है वो तो प्रांतीय सरकार ही कर सकती है जो हमारे विधानसभाएं हैं वो कर सकते हैं परंतु जो केंद्र सरकार है उसको कृषि में कोई अधिकार नहीं है ये हमारी कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन में दे सकते हैं तो इन्होंने कानून कैसे लाए ये लाए एक घुमा फिरा के रास्ते से कि हम तो जरूर कृषि में कुछ नहीं कर सकते परंतु कृषि पर टैक्स डालना सेल्स टैक्स डालना एक्साइज टैक्स डालना ये सब हमारी अधिकार है तो उसमें सुधार लाने की हेतु से हम ये भी कहेंगे कि भाई हमें एक ही मंडी नहीं होना चाहिए कहीं भी मंडी हो सकती है क्यों हम एजेंट्स बनानी चाहिए उसको मानोन्नित करनी चाहिए कोई भी सेठ आ सकता है कोई भी दाम दे सकता है कोई किसी से भी कुछ खरीद सकता है ऐसे हम छूट क्यों ना दे ये ये तो इसके लिए तो हमारे पास कोई व्यवस्था नहीं है इसमें तो शोषण होगी तो मैं ये कहता हूं कि ये जो कानून लाई गई है ये कृषि का कानून नहीं है ये व्यवस्था में और खास तौर पर टैक्स की व्यवस्था में और किस चीज को अनिवार्य समझना किसी को किसको अनिवार्य नहीं समझना है उसकी इसेंशियल कमोडिटीज एक्ट जिसको कहते हैं उसके अनुसार उन्होंने बनाई है और इसको कृषि सुधार की बात कहना गलत होगी कि कृषि से इसकी कोई सीधा संबंध नहीं है ये ये अपरस्परिक या यानी इनडायरेक्ट जिसको अंग्रेजी में कहते हैं अप्रत्यक्ष रूप से ये ये कानून की असर कृषि में होगी तो इसके लिए कोई हल है क्या नहीं क्योंकि एक साल से ज्यादा बैठे हैं पांच सत्तर लोग या सत्तर लोग की ध्यान हो गई है इस ठंड में इस बारिश में इस धूप में सो इसमें इस कारण से कितना ऐसा करना है सुप्रीम कोर्ट क्या कर सकती है सुप्रीम कोर्ट कह सकती है कि भाई तुम रोड में ऐसे बैठकर दूसरों लोगों के अधिकार छीन नहीं सकते हो और तुम्हें हटना पड़ेगा ये यही कह सकती है परंतु कृषि के पास यानी सुप्रीम कोर्ट के पास तो कोई ऐसा व्यवस्था नहीं है जिससे वो क्या सही है क्या सही नहीं है इस योजना में बता सकते हैं परंतु फिर भी उन्होंने एक कमेटी बनाई उसकी रिपोर्ट आई उसमें क्या है मैं नहीं जानता पर मैं कहता हूं कि सरकार को आप इसकी इज्जत आपकी इज्जत ना जाए आपके आत्मा सम्मान को ठेस ना पहुंचे उसके लिए आप कहिए कि जो सरकार लिखित में देती है जो मुख्यमंत्री हमें लिखित में देते हैं कि हमें ये भूमि सुधार चाहिए ये जो सुधार की तीन बिल्स आपने पास की है पार्लियामेंट में इसको हम क्रियान्वित करने चाहते हैं 
जब तक ऐसे वो सरकार या मुख्यमंत्री चिट्ठी नहीं लिखेगी उस स्टेट्स में हम नहीं करेंगे तो इसीलिए 11 प्रांत हैं जिसमें बीजेपी बहुमत में है उस 11 में तुम करके दिखाओ एक उदाहरण प्रस्तुत करो फिर तो सब आ जाएंगे किसी को संदेह होता है ये है वो है दुनिया भर के उनके दिमाग में झूठ भरा गया तो ठीक है ये जो हमारी स्टेट्स हैं बीजेपी के उसमें करके दिखाओ इसी को क्रियान्वित करें कौन रोकता आपको वहां तो कोई रोक नहीं रख रहा है जिस स्टेट में नहीं चाहिए धन्यवाद मत लो बाद में तुम वहां आओगे घुटना टेक करके तो इस प्रकार से करेंगे तो सबके लिए तसली हो जाएगी जो आज डेमोन्स्ट्रेशन करेंगे वो भी कर जाएंगे भाई हमारा हमें मुक्ति मिल गई और दूसरे साइड में जो जो हमारे प्रांत हैं बीजेपी के वो भी कहेंगे कि भैया हम करके दिखाएंगे और इससे हम हल निकाल सकते हैं यही मैं कहना चाहता था यस डॉक्टर स्वामी इंप्रेशन इज बीन क्रिएटेड दैट लॉट ऑफ एंटी सोशल एलिमेंट्स एंड लॉट ऑफ एंटी नेशनल एलिमेंट्स आर फ्यूलिंग दी फार्म एजुटेशन वॉट इज योर व्यूज ऑन दिस बिकॉज फार्मर द इशू इज लेफ्ट वन साइड द इशू इज एंटी सोशल एंड एंटी नेशनल एलिमेंट्स आर फ्यूलिंग द एजुटेशन एंड इवन सम पीपल हुआ सेपरेटिस they are taking advantage of it so we would like to know your views on uh you want me to say it in hindi or in english or both or both okay both first let me say how many incidents have you got so far of anti social that red fort thing on 15th august that that we saw but who is involved they are keeping it secret if anybody wants to discredit this movement what will he do he will send uh, his own uh, gunde badmashes who can say that the uh, you know the people who are against this bill did not send it so that these people get discredited have you caught anybody have you prosecuted anybody no all the 577 people who have died except for three of them who were shot uh, by some pistol all of them died of natural causes mera kehna ye hai ki isme log yani gunde badmash naxalite deshdrohi ye sab ghus gaye hain to unko pakdo और जो हिंसा की घटना हुई है वो कितने हुई है चौदह पंद्रह महीने की आंदोलन में कितनी हुई है मैं पूछने चाहता हूँ एक वो रिपब्लिक डे के टाइम पर हुई थी वो वो भी किसने किया कौन पीछे था अभी तक उसका खुलासा नहीं हुआ है और ये मैं कहता हूं कि 577 लोग के देहांत हुई है वो उसमें सिर्फ तीन लोगों को चोट से वो उनकी देहांत हुई है बाकी सब लोगों को सर्दी में या गर्मी में या बारिश में कुछ ऐसे घटना से उनकी देहांत हुई है तो कोई ऐसा सबूत नहीं है बदनाम करने तो हमारे देश में बहुत है आप तो जानते हैं ट्विटर में भी ट्विटर ट्विटर में 
लोग आ जाते हैं दुनिया भर के झूठा आरोप लगाते हैं तो इससे हम प्रभावित नहीं होना चाहिए हमें ये सोचना चाहिए कि भीड़ है इकट्ठी हुई है सड़क में बैठे हैं चौदह पंद्रह महीने बैठे हैं बड़ी बुरी हालत में बैठे हैं तो हमारी सर, हम चुने हुए सरकार के होने के कारण एक करुणा के साथ कैसे हम इसकी इस, इसको समाधान करें तो मैंने रास्ता बता दिया और मैंने ये जो आपको बताई है हल वो तो मैंने इन, इनके जो नेता हैं उनसे भी मैंने पूछा था जो किसान के नेता हैं जो जो सब चार पांच तो मेरे घर भी आए थे और रामू वालिया जो एमपी थे अकाली दल के वो लेकर आए थे तो मैं उनसे उनसे जब पूछा उन्होंने कहा हाँ ये ठीक है मान लिया मैंने कहा कि जिस प्रांत को नहीं चाहिए ये वो उसके मुख्यमंत्री लिख कर दे दें हमने क्रियान्वित करेंगे जिस प्रांत में कहा जाएगा कि मुख्यमंत्री लिखता कि नहीं नहीं हमें चाहिए वहाँ लगा देंगे और फिर देखेंगे कि जो परफॉर्मेंस है जिस जो कार्यशाली है वो हम देखेंगे और फिर जो लोग नहीं चाहते थे यदि अच्छा परिणाम हुआ निकला है तो जो नहीं चाहते थे वो भी कहेंगे कि भाई हमें भी अब दे दो हमारी आंख खुल गई ये है लोकतंत्र में रास्ता ये मेरा छाती इतना बड़ा है मेरे इतने मसल्स हैं ये लोकतंत्र में नहीं चलता है हमें इंदिरा गांधी को हमने सोचा कि सबक सिखा दिया था परंतु अभी और भी लोगों को सबक सिखाने की आवश्यकता हो गई है ये इसमें इसको समाधान करना है लोगों को घर भेजना है सम्मान के साथ भेजना है उनको इतना ही कहना जो आए थे कहेंगे कि हमारे लिए नहीं चाहिए उनके लिए नहीं चाहिए नहीं देंगे क्योंकि मुख्यमंत्री लिख कर नहीं देगा और जो चाहते हैं इसको कि बड़ा भूमि भूमि सुधार का बहुत बड़ा सोच है उन, उन, उन स्टेट्स जो बीजेपी के स्टेट्स हैं वो क्रियान्वित करके दिखाएं वही है रास्ता डॉक्टर स्वामी देर इज वन पुअर फार्मर हु ग्रो कैबेज ऑन इस बालकनी एंड क्लेम क्रेडिट सो हाउ डू बी सपोर्ट सच फार्मर्स वो ग्रो कैबेज ऑन इस बालकनी एंड क्लेम क्रेडिट फॉर इट चिदंबरम क्रेडिट टैक्स बेनिफिट टैक्स बेनिफिट या टैक्स एक्सेम्प्शन फॉर हमें बिकॉज़ इन एग्रीकल्चर या ही क्लेम द एग्रीकल्चरल इनकम एंड ही आई नो दैट You're right. <laughs> चोरों उसको कहते हैं क्या मा, 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 जो, जो छूट होती है लूपोल लूपोल को क्या कहते हैं कलवाट पलवाट और समथिंग वो मराठी में पलवाट कहते हैं मेरे ख्याल में तो ये तो मजाक करने की तो है परंतु आज इतने लोग ऐसे बैठे हैं हम लोगों को कैसा नींद आती है आप ही सोच लीजिए जो लोग दुखी हैं जो लोकतंत्र के लिए लड़े हैं इमरजेंसी में क्या की है वो सब देख कर दुखी हैं भाई ऐसा नहीं होना चाहिए कौन सी ऐसी प्रतिष्ठा चली जाएगी यदि हम कहेंगे थोड़ा झुकेंगे कहेंगे अच्छा ठीक है तुम्हारे प्रांत में नहीं करना है तो करना ना करो हमारे प्रांत में जो हमारे हम चुन कर आए हैं उन प्रांतों में उसको क्रियान्वित करके दिखा देंगे इसमें कौन सा बुरा है और नहीं करना है तो जिद करना है तो फिर तो इसके माने तुम्हारे और हिटलर में क्या फर्क है 
Dr. Swami, could you tell us for the benefit of our viewers during the uh -huh. emergency, besides uh -huh. the RSS, there was uh -huh. one dedicated uh, organization uh, which did Satyagraha every day. Today, uh -huh. people are emulating uh, or talking about them. Could you just yeah. tell for the benefit of the viewers who were these people? In Punjab, the only state I know, the then uh, Kalidal led by uh, uh, um, uh, what uh, Longewal his uh, last name was Hacharan Longewal. He and many others uh, they did daily satyagraha. So the Congress government of Punjab <coughs> would catch them. They did it in Amritsar. Uh, and uh, they would catch them and put them in a truck and take them to jail. Very soon there was no place in any jail in uh, Punjab. So finally what they used to do is uh, um, uh, um, uh, 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 they put them in trucks and took them to Haryana and left them there so they had to walk back home. So at least they got two days respite. So that is the that, you see, the, the Sikh community, particularly, we know that even in uh, when the British were here, in the maximum number of people hanged during the British period and the freedom struggle were the Sikhs. And the maximum people who were sent to uh, Andaman, Nicobar, were Sikhs. And the Sikhs, and then Guru Gobind Singh, Guru Tegh Bahadur, and these people who talk so loosely about Sikhs should know the history. We are all today free we are all today hindus because the sikhs fought for us so today to dismiss them they are khalistani this thing maybe khalistani there are lots of nut cases in hindus also who will go to pakistan and sit with uh, imran khan or or uh, go and meet all the terrorists there and so on we have we have uh, lots of such people uh, but that doesn't mean our entire hindu population is like that so I think uh, we need to have this historical record made known to everybody so that they will regard all communities as equal and uh, not uh, make fun of any community. Obviously, I mean, there are going to be some fringe elements in any agitation, like even in yeah. the <laughs> there are people, I mean, you know, there are people who take advantage of it. No, there are people also sent <clears throat> there, also. some interested parties send them. Okay, yeah. Dr. Swami, um, you have very brilliantly summed up the issue of farmers and also uh, talked about uh, the current agitation. I will also make my observations in two parts. One is the current agitation and second one is the fundamental problem. आपने जिक्र किया और जो लोग एग्रीकल्चर जिन्होंने पढ़ा है उनको पता है भारत में 95 फीसदी से ज्यादा किसान जो है उनकी जो लैंड होल्डिंग है जो आकार है वो बहुत छोटा है हम मार्जिनल फार्मर की बात तो छोड़ दें जो स्मॉल फार्मर्स हैं उनके पास भी इतनी सुविधाएं या सहूलियतें या सामर्थ्य नहीं है कि वो अपने खेत में उचित इरिगेशन की सुविधा उपलब्ध कराएं क्योंकि ज्यादातर हमारी किसानी जो है वो रेन फेड है ये जो बारिश के ऊपर निर्भर है तो किसानों के पास इरिगेशन सिंचाई की सुविधा नहीं है 
किसानों के पास उचित बीज नहीं है 1966 में जब ग्रीन रिवॉल्यूशन आया था और हाई हाईडिंग वेराइटीज का नाम पहली बार लोगों ने हिंदुस्तान में सुना था उसके बाद आपने जिक्र किया आईसीएआर का पूसा इंस्टीट्यूट जिसको कहते हैं बहुत सी नई उम्दा किस्में बीज की उपलब्ध हुई है किसानों को लेकिन अभी भी वो बीज इतने महंगे हैं कि मार्जिनल फार्मर्स को और स्मॉल फार्मर्स दे के नॉट अफोर्ड टू बाई द हाईडिंग वेराइटीज एंड दिस इज वन रीजन दे डू नॉट है they do not have facilities of pesticides of fertilizer yes. and uh, uh, mechanization and therefore the yield is low you mentioned about yield in european countries or maybe america and other developed countries seven to eight times but this is the fundamental problems of the uh, farmers second is the return on investment uh 4 saal pehle bjp ki sarkar ne kaha tha ki hum kisano ko 2022 tak इतना रिटर्न दे देंगे कि वो डबल हो जाएगा और आपने उस वादे की एक तरह से पोल खोली पहले भी आपने कहा है इट इज नॉट पॉसिबल अनलेस यू हैव इन्वेस्टमेंट इन एग्रीकल्चर वी डू नॉट हैव द ट्रांसपोर्टेशन फैसिलिटी वी डू नॉट हैव द स्टोरेज फैसिलिटी वी डू नॉट है and if they go to the mandi is they have to sell it on that very day they cannot even afford to stay in the uh, 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 that particular town before they uh, sell off there so they do the stress selling mat jo jo dam mil jaye jo jitna dam us din sham tak unko mil jayega usi dam pe wo bech bach ke apne ghar aa jate hain ye hamare kisanon ki majboori hai kyunki unke paas स्टोरेज भंडारण की सुविधा नहीं है उनके पास ट्रांसपोर्ट की सुविधा नहीं है कि वो रोज अपना माल मंडी पे ले जाए पहली बात दूसरी बात जो इरिगेशन और दूसरी बात हमारे किसानों में इनलिटरेसी जो साक्षरता की कमी है उसके कारण लोगों को ये भी नहीं पता कि अगर हमें खाद फर्टिलाइजर इस्तेमाल करना है तो कौन सा इस्तेमाल करना है हमारे यहाँ सॉइल टेस्टिंग की सुविधा जो है पूरे किसानों में तक पहुंचती नहीं है हम जब तक सॉइल टेस्टिंग नहीं करेंगे मिट्टी की जांच नहीं करेंगे तब तक हमें ये नहीं पता लगेगा कि हमें नाइट्रोजनस फर्टिलाइजर लगाना है फॉस्फेटिक फर्टिलाइजर लगाना है या पोटेसिक फर्टिलाइजर लगाना है और कितना लगाना है हमारे यहाँ जो अशिक्षित किसान है उनके लिए खाद का मतलब है यूरिया जो कुछ भी है यूरिया खरीद लो और यूरिया के दाम बढ़ जाते हैं क्योंकि डिमांड ज्यादा है प्रोडक्शन उतना कम है तो ये नहीं है कि हर खेत में हर मिट्टी में यूरिया चाहिए अलग अलग किसान एनपीके का आईसीएआर का आपने जिक्र किया उन्होंने रिकमेंडेटेड डोजेस दी हैं कि एन कितना होना चाहिए पी कितना होना चाहिए के कितना होना चाहिए दैट इज नाइट्रोजन फॉस्पेटिक एंड पोटेशियम बट हमारे किसानों को नहीं मालूम तो एग्रीकल्चर एक्सटेंशन हमारे यहाँ नहीं है जो एजुकेशन हमारी सरकार कर रही है वो इतनी नहीं है कि सभी किसानों तक हम पहुंच सकें तो कुछ मूलभूत सुविधाएं हैं और दूसरा जो आपने जिक्र किया कि 1950 से 1960 से लेकर जो हमारी परिवार हैं जो किसानों के परिवार हैं उनके अंदर पॉपुलेशन बढ़ती जाती है लैंड सीमित है लैंड बढ़ती जाती है प्रति व्यक्ति जो लैंड मिलती है परिवारों में एक पीढ़ी से दूसरी पीढ़ी दूसरी पीढ़ी से तीसरी पीढ़ी बहुत छोटा आकार हो जाता है तो वो इकोनॉमिकल नहीं है कि वो उचित प्रकार की खेती कर सकें ये तो मूलभूत कारण हो गए और अब अब हम अगर एजुटेशन की बात किसानों के जो तीन बिल आए हैं मैं इन तीनों बिलों का पूरा समर्थन करता हूं ये किसानों के हित में है 
और सबसे बड़ी जो समस्या है जो एजुटेशन को लेकर समस्या है जगदीश शेट्टी ने जी उसका जिक्र किया आपने उस पर प्रकाश डाला कि रमेश ने भी कहा कि देर आर डिफरेंट टाइप ऑफ एलिमेंट्स विच कैन एंटर इन टू एनी एजुटेशन और चाहे वो 26 जनवरी की बात हो या दूसरी बात हो लेकिन जहां जहां ये हुआ है सबसे पहली बात है कि अब ये एजुटेशन बहुत दिन ज्यादा नहीं चलेगा भारतीय जनता पार्टी के पास इसका तोड़ है और तोड़ वो है कि जब तक किसान यूनियन को हम विभाजित नहीं करेंगे या जो संयुक्त किसान मोर्चा है इसको विभाजित नहीं करेंगे पहला विभाजन तो हो चुका जो महेंद्र सिंह टिकैत का जो आंदोलन था जो नब्बे के दशक में और उसके पहले जो महेंद्र सिंह टिकैत ने आंदोलन किया उसके जो सबसे बड़े साथी थे भानु प्रताप सिंह भानु प्रताप सिंह का जो अलग बी बना हुआ है भारतीय किसान यूनियन वो इस आंदोलन से अलग हो गए हैं और उन्होंने आरोप लगाना शुरू कर दिया है राकेश टिकैत के ऊपर और राकेश टिकैत ने आरोप लगाना शुरू कर दिया भानु प्रताप सिंह के ऊपर कि उन्होंने बीजेपी सरकारों से पैसा ले लिया पैसा खा गए इसलिए आंदोलन को वो डैमेज कर रहे हैं जो भी है दूसरा भी पिछले हफ्ते देखने को आया योगेंद्र यादव को उन्होंने अलग कर दिया एक महीने के लिए ये भारतीय जनता पार्टी की मैं समझता हूँ हो सकता है मैं गलत हो लेकिन मुझे मेरा आकलन ये है कि भारतीय जनता पार्टी इस आंदोलन को विभाजित करने का पूरा प्रयास कर रही है और चूंकि सरकार उनके कब्जे में है सारे साधन उनके कब्जे में है इट इज वेरी इजी फॉर देम बहुत आसान है इस आंदोलन को तोड़ना और मुझे लगता है कि अब इस आंदोलन की उम्र ज्यादा नहीं है महीना मैक्सिमम दो महीना अगर वो आंदोलनकारी सोचते थे कि आंदोलन चालू रहेगा और मजबूरी में उत्तर प्रदेश का चुनाव के देखते हुए सरकार कुछ ना कुछ कदम ऐसे उठाएगी ताकि सरकार को पीछे उठना पड़े सबसे बड़ी जो ऑब्जेक्शनेबल बात है जो जिस पे मुझे सबसे बड़ी आपत्ति है वो इन कानून को निरस्त करने की बात कर रहे हैं आपने इतना बढ़िया सुझाव दिया है आपका सुझाव सरकार अगर मान लेती छह महीने पहले आपने सुझाव दिया था कि भारतीय जनता पार्टी की सरकार ने या उनको एक्शक बना दीजिए चूंकि स्टेट सब्जेक्ट है एग्रीकल्चर हमारे यहाँ तो हम जरूर कंक्रेंट लिस्ट में कुछ है लेकिन हम स्टेट को पूरी आजादी दे देंगे आप अपने प्रदेश में लागू करना चाहे तो करिए राज्य में लागू करना चाहे तो करिए लेकिन जो जो आंदोलनकारी इंसिस्ट कर रहे हैं जो पहली मांग है इन कानून को निरस्त किया जाए मैं इसका भरपूर विरोध करता हूं हर हालत में क्यों कि कानून जरूर जल्दी से पास हुआ है भारतीय जनता पार्टी ने बुलडोज किया सब कुछ किया लेकिन कानून विधि सम्मत दोनों सदनों में पास हुआ है अगर ये सरकार किसी भी तरह मजबूरी में झुक के इन कानूनों को निरस्त करती है तो कल को ये होगा कि कोई भी एक्ट जो पार्लियामेंट में पास होगा वो एक्ट जो है जनता विरोध कर सकती है आंदोलन सड़क पे होगा और आप कहेंगे तो चाहे वो तीन तलाक का मामला हो चाहे वो तीन का मामला हाउ लॉन्ग कैन बी टॉलरेट दिस so one should be very very clear that these laws are not going to be scrapped and i am in full uh, support with bjp government on this ye kanoon wapas nahi honge kyunki ye kanoon rajya sabha lok sabha mein pass hue hain vidhivat inko rashtrapati ne sanskruti di hai pehli baat dusri baat agar sarkar ke paas koi upay hai bachne ka to yahi upay hai jo sarkar kar rahi hai jo chupe chupe kar rahi hai ki is andolan mein खलल डाला जाए इस आंदोलन को तोड़ा जाए और तीसरी जो आपने सुझाव दिया अगर आपका सुझाव सरकार मान ले तो ये आंदोलन एक महीने के अंदर बड़ी आसानी से खत्म हो जाएगा और किसान भी खुश होगा अगर जो राज्य इसको लागू करके दिखाना चाहते हैं कि भाई ये कानून 
किसानों के हित में है तो देर मस्ट शो दे मस्ट डिस्प्ले दे मस्ट प्रूव इट that these are in the interest of the farmers larger interest of the farmers and that can be proved maybe within 6 months or so and supreme court has already given them freedom uh, for uh, uh, not implementing them immediately so i think uh, uh, these observations are your suggestions suggestions and solutions uh, both long term and short term should be considered agriculture has been a problem in economy दो परसेंट तीन परसेंट ढाई परसेंट हमारी ग्रोथ रही एग्रीकल्चर के अंदर और एग्रीकल्चर के कारण ही पूरी इकोनॉमी पीछे है जब तक हम हाई हैवी इन्वेस्टमेंट नहीं करेंगे इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर में किसानों को बीज फ्री मिलने चाहिए हाई हाईिंग वेराइटीज शुड बी अवेलेबल फ्री ऑफ कॉस्ट फर्टिलाइजर शुड बी हैवीली सब्सिडाइज अभी भी है छब्बीस करोड़ अभी भी दो दिन पहले दो हफ्ते पहले अट्ठाईस करोड़ की सब्सिडी और किसानों को दी गई है even it should be added fertilizer or zarur wto problem karega ki bhai aap itna subsidy kisano ko de rahe but when you were the commerce minister you had raised this objection that if other countries can give uh, uh, support to the farmers why can't we give support to agriculturists so i mean there are solutions and uh, uh, I, i wish the government listens to you and the the wise suggestions put forward by the agriculture experts and uh, there are solutions but the 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 government should be serious about uh, implementing say <coughs> i just have a quick reaction before uh, ramesh or jagdish want to say something see the issue is not whether this uh, this act should be withdrawn or not withdrawn so don't make that as an issue this is uh, this is one of the the, the bjp a uh, spin uh, spin uh, group is doing that they have made that as a demand that everybody knows in every agitation every demand is not accepted first of all i am saying let these people keep demonstrating you go and implement it in the states uh, where you are in power right right and show what a wonderful thing is Absolutely. and see whether these people are not forced to come around who wants to sit there in the cold uh, you know day in day out so the issue was never a question of uh, scrapping the thing because i i said from the beginning i supported the act when it was passed yes i yes. voted for it in the rajya sabha but to force it down somebody's throat whether he's got it wrong or not that just because they, by dividing it sending agent provocateurs and all you make the agitation fail that doesn't uh, finish the matter because we saw that in the freedom struggle also many agitations failed but then the sentiment remained in the emergency how many agitations failed and then uh, but the sentiment remained and so when the elections came they showed their thing so please the only way the government can restore its re- reputation as a democratic uh, government is to apply this in those states where uh, they are uh, where this act is welcome and show that it produces results and uh, they both sides will be happy i'll also be happy whether i was wrong in supporting it or not uh, and the other side also will know whether they were uh, uh, right or wrong in opposing it so the, that would be the, the constructive way forward and i don't think that uh, the issue is of scrapping the act at all 
yeah jagdish and uh, ramesh friends we have come to the end of our today's session yeah. and uh, uh, arvind you want to uh, conclude yes conclude uh, or should uh, i conclude uh, this dr swami uh, this is an issue which can be discussed and debated endlessly jaise ki humne bataya hamari 70% jo jansankhya hai wo hamari gaon mein rehti hai ab तो धीरे धीरे कम हो रही है थोड़े बदलाव के बाद जब हम स्कूल में थे तो हमें बताया जाता था 80 परसेंट जनसंख्या गांव में रहती है धीरे धीरे कम हो रहा है डिपेंडेंस ऑन एग्रीकल्चर इज आल्सो गोइंग डाउन एंड दिस डिपेंडेंस शुड बी एक्चुअली फर्दर रिड्यूस्ड बाय पुटिंग द एम्प्लॉयमेंट गिविंग द एम्प्लॉयमेंट अपॉर्चुनिटीज फॉर रूरल पीपुल विच इज नॉट देयर एंड दैट इज वाई वी हैव वेरी वेरी स्मॉल होल्डिंग्स गाँव के लोगों को जब रोजगार मिलेगा जो गाँव में चाहे रोजगार मिले वो खेती पर निर्भर नहीं रहेंगे उनके पास दूसरा रोजगार तो खेती पर निर्भर नहीं होंगे तो हमारी लैंड होल्डिंग की साइज हर जनरेशन में बटेगी नहीं जैसा अभी हो रहा है तो वन शुड लुक एट द लार्जर इंटरेस्ट ऑफ रूरल पीपल एंड एंड एज आई सेड आरओआई रिटर्न ऑन इन्वेस्टमेंट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट लाइक एनी अदर बिजनेस इफ द फार्मर्स आर नॉट गेटिंग द रिम्यूनरेशन दे आर डिमांडिंग एम and government is saying msp is insured but they are not putting the bill government ko bill lana chahiye msp ke liye bill le aaye aur msp ka fayda bhi bade kisanon ko mil raha hai chote kisanon ko nahi mil raha jis chote land holding wali bhi humne baat ki only 1% to 1.5% farmers are there which have a land holding of uh, 10 hectares or more in fact uh, uh, i would uh, repeat this again that it is the rich farmers who are behind this agitation small so farmers are not so much affected small <laughs> farmers are not so much affected these are the people whose interests are hit and uh, i am not saying government should ignore them because uh, and uh, <laughs> ramesh mentioned about uh, one example of a south indian politician but there are large number of farmers who are rich and do not pay any income tax these farmers should also be taxed this is a different issue maybe it is a financial issue but i think we should also air this view sometime or the other that uh, i remember uh, a south indian chief minister had grown grapes in a small yard and shown the income uh, a large part of her uh, illegal uh, income as the agricultural income so this goes on and therefore un- until we pay the attention to this issue ki bade kisan jo hai कम से कम उनको तो इनकम टैक्स देना चाहिए जबकि छोटे पाँच लाख रुपए की नौकरी करने वाले नौकरी पेशा आदमी को तो इनकम टैक्स लग जाता है लेकिन पचास लाख की इनकम करने वाले किसान को इनकम टैक्स नहीं लगता दिस इज समिंग रमेश हम खत्म कर रहे हैं व्यूअर्स का बहुत बहुत धन्यवाद कि उन्होंने हमारे सारे प्रोग्राम्स का जितना जिस प्रकार सपोर्ट किया है अभी तक और डॉक्टर स्वामी ने जो आज सलूशन दिए हैं किसान की समस्याओं को लेकर वो अगर 50 परसेंट भी सरकार अमल में ले आए तो किसानों की लॉन्ग टर्म की समस्याएं हैं जो लंबे समय की समस्याएं वो भी दूर होंगी और कम से कम जो अभी हाल का जो आंदोलन चल रहा है उस आंदोलन पर भी रोक लगेगी ये बहुत बड़े बड़े इशू हैं लेकिन हम बहुत लंबा इसको खींच नहीं सकते सरकार ने बहुत प्रयास किया तो नाउ दी एजुटेशन एंड एजुटेशनिस्ट एंड द गवर्नमेंट आर नॉट इवन मीटिंग कम से कम उनको एक बार दोबारा बुलाएं 
दोबारा बुला के खुल के बात करें और जो सुझाव आपने दिए हैं या दूसरे लोगों ने जो सकारात्मक सुझाव दिए हैं उन सुझाव पर सरकार अमल करे दिस शुड बी इम्प्लीमेंटेड अपॉन एंड दिस एजुटेशन शुड नॉट बी अलाउड टू गो ऑन फॉर लॉन्ग टाइम थैंक यू वेरी मच डॉक्टर स्वामी फॉर गिविंग योर व्यूज टूडे थैंक्स जगदीश शेट्टी जी एंड रमेश स्वामी जी uh for uh, hosting this program and the technical team led by ashish shetty uh, ishwar ayer gadgi rakesh swaminathan tejas and vishal mehta all of you without you this program is not possible thank you very much thank you viewers we'll be meeting again next sunday 8 pm with another interesting topic and dr subramanian swami till then namaskar jai hind